tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Jay, these paint fumes are making me high. Oh my gosh, it is everywhere. So we have had people in our building repainting while the majority of the people who work here have been staying home. And they must have finished an hour before I got here because the paint fumes, I can feel my brain cells dying. The irony is the painter said that they were scheduled to come at night and do the painting. But because of COVID, oh, lucky us, we can come in during the day because there won't be that many people there. But there's still people here. A couple of us, very few of us. Um, hi, welcome. Welcome to Reality Bites. It's Megan and Jay. Rosemarie has certainly emerged as the hero none of us deserve this season. Oh, my goodness. But before we talk about that, Jay, I have a question for you. Yes, ma'am. Did you finish your paver patio this weekend? <laughs> no, I did not. You know how I even know about that? I came in the studio after you on Friday, and you had left up on the computer the DIY how to make your own paver patio. And I was like, well, that looks miserable. <laughs> so I actually know how to make the paper patio. I just need the uh, amounts of how much of the uh, sand that you need and how much of the kind of uh, crushed rock for drainage that you need. That's what I need to find out. And that so did, is that what you did this weekend? You you made a paper patio? No. I, like I said, I need to find out how much so I could kind of price oh. out what the final cost is going to be. I already have all the pavers. I already have the area kind of mapped out. I just need to know like, okay, what's the ratio to this to that that I need to do. So gotcha. very close. Anything else exciting happen in your world? Um, That was my birthday last week or this past weekend. Well, how come I never know these things, Jay? You are the most mysterious, secretive person I've ever worked with in my entire life. So that was cool. And the best part about my birthday, because, you know, it's COVID, so you can't really do much. Can't really do much. So my daughter, she invited me to play Fortnite with her. And then she called me the biggest noob she's ever seen in the game. Did she beat you? Can she oh, beat you? Oh, my gosh, yes. She did nothing but beat me. Oh. So. Well, someone's getting a birthday surprise tomorrow. Oh. What, what day was your actual birthday? It was Thursday. It was Thursday. Yeah. And you didn't say a word. Well, it was just, you know. Jay is that guy. It's just a birthday. It's, yep, just a birthday. <laughs> How about you? How was your weekend? Jay, you are going to die when I tell you this story. It's a little bit personal, so please don't judge me. Okay. And as someone who not only watches this show and knows better, has been in an international relationship before oh, oh and knows better. So let me start with like Saturday night. My neighbors were throwing like a backyard bonfire and like, oh, don't worry. We're all going to sit six feet apart, but come <laughs> over and we'll hang out. And right. So I woke up Sunday and I was just bored. I was just really bored. And <laughs> so. So in a moment of weakness, I downloaded a dating app on my phone. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm excited now. Get ready. Uh, buckle up, buttercups. So I wind up matching with this guy. It says he lives here where we live. Okay. Okay. But I notice that geographically, it says he's like, 8,000 miles away. That's weird. It says that he went to, to college here and it has our, the name of our town as like where he, it says where he lives. Okay, well, maybe he's just on a trip. I don't know. Right. So he starts messaging me and come to find out that he did go to college here. He has family here. But two and a half years ago, he took a job 
in Qatar. Really? <laughs> and I'm like, oh no, Aladdin, not today. That is awesome. Yeah, so he lives in Doha, Qatar, and he says he comes home like four times a year, but his most recent trip just got canceled. And it was meant to be. And now he's back in Qatar, and we have been exchanging messages. And in my, I know better, but guys, he is 6'6. Six, six. This is awesome. <laughs> this is so awesome. You're going to be vacationing in the Emirates. I can't oh, wait for it. Oh my God, what am I doing? <laughs> I know, is... I know it's a bad idea. I know it's a terrible idea, and I should stop right now, but the stove is hot. Don't touch it. Whoops, burn my finger. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. So we exchanged some messages this morning, last night. This has just happened within the past day. So we have gone from sending messages back and forth on a dating app to now we're communicating on WhatsApp so I can confirm <laughs> that you are not a catfish. Because can't I can't just send you pictures. I am no David. <laughs> I am no Yolanda. Make no mistake about it. But it's like I know better and i'm doing it anyway this is gonna be so much fun this is gonna be a whole different type of podcast i promise i will give you every single detail (laughs) as this dumpster fire unfolds uh and and who knows you might be seeing me next season on 90 day fiance that would be the best before the 90 days ever (laughs) but he is from here he grew up in philly okay came down here to go to school has family like was able to tell me about the the local places and that's how it starts you know they meet somebody on the app and then it's like, oh, we didn't match, but then I matched with their friend in the circle, and then you guys, you know, end up. Who knows? Who knows what will happen? Vacationing um, in the Bahamas because you can't meet in his country or your country for whatever weird reason. Whatever weird reason. And then I'm at a resort by myself <laughs> in a swim up pool bar with a family looking at me From like Oklahoma. I am insane. <laughs> As I show them a picture of this six foot six guy, and they're like, um, <laughs> that guy ain't showing up to meet you. Oh my gosh, that just made my day. That was uh, all the birthday presents I, know, I, I was, right there. I was waiting to tell you that story. I was like, Jay is going to die. Um, so last night, 90 Day Fiance, th- are we on before the 90 days? I don't even know. <laughs> we are. We are. This is before the 90 before days. The 90 days. <laughs> okay. Um, who would you like to start with from last night? I would just like to get those two people who are getting catfished out the way because they are are seriously killing my buzz they both have some sort of mental illness (laughs) i'm convinced now that we are beyond the point of even rational delusion where you you're still holding out hope till the last second that somehow it's all going to come together and it will all have been worth it despite all of these weird things that have happened yolanda and the williams oh my gosh so we're still at this night where yolanda is sitting with her two kids and they are about to do the reverse google image search with the pictures of this guy that yolanda has saved on her laptop right all of a sudden we got a match we got we got quite a few matches on these pictures that he has sent her and lo and behold jay they're like stock photos of shirtless hunk man that's exactly right (laughs) and there are several of them like they take one picture and then they find it several places in these stock photo galleries and Mm -hmm. then they take another picture and they find it in all these different stock photo galleries and the most insane part is that she goes oh well maybe they're they stole this photo and it's like come on yolanda you have to be smarter than this and i think it's a generational thing at this point right like you've got two older people who aren't familiar with the tv show catfish on mtv like we grew up being very well aware of these things happening because there have been tv shows that we have watched about this very specific thing 
And this is all new to them. The whole idea of like having an Instagram account and then getting a DM, like that's not something that was. Yeah, I guess I can't really imagine someone going through the trouble of setting something up like that and not. Like, why being, would someone do that? Right, why would you want to do that? Why would you waste your time? To them, that's to what they, them. That's what someone like David or Yolanda is thinking. But we people like us are very well aware that this happens all the all time. All the time. So what I found interesting was that there was this moment of hope where I thought, oh, okay, she's finally getting it. Right. And then she was like, well, let's try a different picture. She's, but, and she slips right back into, well, I have, I need to talk to him. I'm sure that there's an explanation for this. That I love him. I know him. And maybe it, that's just not his picture, but everything else is probably real. It's that's not, the way. Though. Yeah. It's not, though. And you got to think, like, as frustrating as this is for us to watch, can you even imagine her kids? I would say big shouts out to her kids because they remain extremely kind of cool, collected, patient calm, with very her? patient. I would have been like, Ma, what are, you, what are you doing? Mom, what are you talking about? Stop. You are not allowed on the Internet Stop ever it. again. I'm taking your phone. Your Internet privileges have been <laughs> revoked. And Yolanda isn't even as delusional as David. David he was, is even worse. He was angry delusional. So David, who has returned to Las Vegas after his trip to the Ukraine where he got stood up by Lana a seventh time. Now, he's been talking to this oh woman, gosh. this girl, whoever it is, for seven years, has spent $100,000 just chatting with her. Mind you, he doesn't have her phone number. He doesn't know where she lives. He's never even talked to her before, but he is convinced that she maybe she was just shy. Maybe that's why she didn't show up. <laughs> so next thing you know, we're sitting in David's horrendously decorated living room. Like, hello, 1975. It was a pretty bad couch. And where is he doing his one-on-one interviews? Because that background is way better than his living room. It's just a green screen like we have back here in our studios. Yeah, because the people on the show were like, we cannot do his on-camera interviews in this depressing living room. It's oh awful. Well, he's saving his money for when his fiance gets here. Well, he doesn't have money to buy furniture because he spent it all. $100,000 gone. So long story short, he tells his friend that he is hiring a private investigator because why not waste even more money? And the other thing is, how can you hire an investigator when you don't have any actual accurate information on the person? You know nothing about her. You don't have an address. You don't have a phone number. You have a stock picture probably of somebody. Right. You have her dating profile on this Ukrainian dating site. So, lo and behold, David has a Ukrainian friend about his age who can translate what the private investigator is going to tell him has been discovered about this girl, Lana. Mm-hmm. So the PI gets on the phone and is speaking in in Ukrainian. Do they speak Russian? Or Russian, is, is yeah. Ukrainian is that? An, that's not uh, a language. Ukrainian is a country, but they still speak Russian. They're Got it. And the one word that you can clearly make out in the Russian is scam. Yep. Yep. And David's friend is trying to explain to him. Well, this person, it's the same picture on all these multiple accounts. Mm. And this account different is talking and... different names, talking to multiple different people. And David gets pissed. He is getting more and more agitated. But not at her. And by her, I mean Lana. No, he's agitated at the private investigator who he has hired so to guy, get to the bottom of this. That guy doesn't know what he's talking about. He's, he's not. He doesn't I, know her. I already know this. I already know someone stole her uh, picture and is just using it. I just, I that to me, I was like, unless he is in fact actually right and this girl is real and they are going to drop a bombshell on us before the season is over, this guy might be the most insane character, even crazier <laughs> than Caesar, because at least Maria was real. 
least Maria, at, was at least real. Maria turned out to be a real person. Delusion. And David is worse than Yolanda, too, because at least Yolanda has heard the guy's voice. Now, right. even though she hasn't figured out that a Nigerian <laughs> accent and a British accent are two different accents. She doesn't get out much. At least she's heard his voice. <laughs> David has never even heard her voice. In seven years. And he's convinced that I have this real relationship with this person. We've spent seven years together and they don't people don't know us like I know us, like we know us. Right. I decided last night there needs to be some sort of like a catfish rehab, a residential oh, treatment facility a- where people like this can go and get counseling and get therapy and figure out why they're in so much denial and so delusional about these online relationships. And I mean, I guess on some level, I can't understand because to give up the hope is to say that, shoot, I've been duped, duped and an idiot for seven years. And yes, that is a very hard pill to swallow. I'm sure it is. I mean, on some level, you just want to believe that, okay, I wasn't that naive. I wasn't taken advantage of. And so you kind of hold on until, but how long? How long can you hold on? I don't know. I think most people would have been out after the first trip. Yeah. And if not, then definitely by the second trip. Like, okay, like it doesn't happen twice where I come to your country and you just don't show up. And you met like some sort of family emergency again. Or, you know, yeah. I mean, look, this guy, I would die to check in with him now, now that the experience is over Mm -hmm. and see if he feels differently now or if he is still of the same mindset that she's real and we, we all are the naysayers and we don't know what we're talking about. And that's where the tell-all would have come in real handy. And maybe maybe now that more shows are doing all of these virtual tell-alls, right. maybe TLC, free, free tip for you. <laughs> you can make it work. We'll yeah, just, absolutely. it's the same way you do pillow talk. We'll just check in with him yeah. at home and uh, whatever her name is, Sean Johnson, can ask questions from her house and we can still get the updates that we are so desperately needing right now because I have got to know. Yes, where David is now and what if has he come to his senses yet is he still is he in the Ukraine right now and why are David and Yolanda dating there's the million dollar question <laughs> all right Tom and Darcy why are they still on this show I don't know why were they even on this episode like, I don't need to see Darcy mailing back a key and Tom doing his best Austin powers with hey baby Darcy sitting at the table mailing the key back the key that she thought was an engagement ring we all thought it was pretty pretty. (laughs) uh mailing it back next thing you know tom has left connecticut and has returned to new york city and goes to a bar and facetimes this new girl shannon and wants us all to believe shannon is so much better which by the way they just look like they are perfect for each other they do we learn that shannon lives in toronto canada and that instead of flying back to the UK, Tom is now saying, well, maybe I should change my plans and come to Canada and come see you. And I'm like, nobody wants to see this. Nobody cares where Tom goes next. We don't care who this blonde chick is. Why is this even in the episode? It is pretty ishy that all of a sudden like he's able to kind of make time to call like his whole thing with darcy was oh well i'm so busy and i'm jet setting i'm here and i'm there and i can't call you and i can't video chat with you and i can't really see you but all of a sudden he has all this time to video chat and call this lady and rearrange his plans to go to toronto like come on tom you're a jerk that 
is a good point because he has claimed all along that the distance put too much strain on their relationship. What's the difference between him living in the UK, dating Darcy in Connecticut, and him living in the UK and meeting this girl Shannon in Canada? And he's only known her for three weeks. He said, I met her about three weeks ago in Milan for Fashion Week, and now, you know, we've already spent some time. I brought her out to London. I'm like, wait a minute. You've known her for like three weeks. Of course she's going to be. And you didn't tell Darcy about any of it. That's the big piece of the puzzle that's like so shysty. Is right. that like three weeks ago you met someone, you spent time together, she came to the UK, mm-hmm. met your family, and like you didn't tell this lady in the United States any of this and then she found out on her own and now you're trying to act like oh well you know you know darcy that's old darcy for you golly what a piece of work <laughs> fire him <laughs> i don't want to see his face anymore all right who do you want to do okay next? we got those three out the way yeah. now um what about oh jeffrey and varia all right now when we left off with them we both agreed that it seemed like she had kind of mentally checked out of the relationship but all of a sudden last night she wakes up in a tent and it's like hey i can get used to this she seemed back in it Mm -hmm. in it they are camping in in serbia siberia Siberia, i always confuse those two (laughs) countries my apologies they are in siberia igor jeffrey's friend has now left and they are getting ready to experience banya Ah, banya remind me to never do that. That looked like you like sauna. I I would you look like a I sauna like type person, spa Megan. Okay. experience. Like not even. I don't even want to sit in like a steam room <laughs> if I'm being honest, because I don't like being hot and sweaty. That is uncomfortable for me. But I am fine laying face down on a massage table, being slathered in massage. So oil. imagine being in a steam room, but then being hit by bushes. Come on, like they get fully <laughs> naked. And the steam room isn't like a sauna like we're used to. We're talking like a real fire that is producing real heat (laughs) in a very small, compact space. And out of nowhere, these two almost look like bushes of switches because it sounded like they were getting hit with switches, like beating each other on the back. (laughs) Like that looks like the least relaxing experience therapeutic and she she says it's to to get healthy yeah, to live Jeffrey says why are you hitting me with these bushes <laughs> and he's expecting something medical like oh it promotes you know blood flow or whatever she's like to get healthy yeah duh yeah <laughs> So um, after the Banya experience, and like she never really explained the hats and what the hats are for. Something about making your hair smooth? Uh, yeah, maybe, but like also she wasn't, then she wasn't wearing it properly because she should have tucked all of her hair up inside of it, yes. right? So after the Banya experience, they have to now skinny dip in this lake. <laughs> Which is another thing that you will not catch me doing. Yeah, that part I was like, okay, come on. Is this really the tradition? <sighs> and so they get out of the lake. Wait, and that water had to be freezing. Absolutely. Siberia. Well, I mean, it was already kind of, they were already like in like, you know, long shirts and jackets and stuff the entire trip. Yes. So. And we know that the, the climate in Siberia, it's, yeah. it's cold. It's, it's freezing. generally pretty cold. So. so they get out of the water and they're having this conversation and she's still reluctant mm-hmm. and he's he, we get to see the nipple tattoos oh again. Gosh, they were the back in action. And he's doing his best to convince her that, you know, he's looking for a partner and they're going to grow old together and that he he came with the intention of either proposing or not proposing. And by the end of the conversation, she said that he dazzled her. Yeah. And that's and we like Varya and we want to protect Varya. We do. I like Varya. And I still am thinking that regardless of whether or not they get engaged, something happens after he comes back to Tennessee and and then they wind up splitting up because I don't think they're still together. 
Well, if she's still with him after, you know... After he kidnapped his ex-girlfriend. And I read the article. Like, I finally just read, like, the stuff. Like, he was bashing her head against the floor and all yeah. this kind of, like, Oh, my gosh. Yes. It wasn't just a kidnapping. It was, like, no. assault. It was... Oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah, the whole nine yards. So, um, it's nearing the end of his trip. They're still in Siberia. They go for a walk. He gets down on one knee. Cut. We don't know what her answer is yet. We'll find out next week. What are your bet? What are you odds? What are you thinking? You think she's going to say yes? Oh I think she's going to say yes. I think she's going to say it's still too soon, Jeffrey. She still needs more time to think about I it. I think she is. Okay. I, hold, I hold out hope that she's going to say, I need a little more time. My mom said I need to think and then think about it some more. <laughs> I'm not ready yet. All right. Uh, Ash and Avery. Oh, my goodness. Wow. That went downhill fast. Yeah. Zero to 100 real quick. So the seminar we all saw was a complete disaster by the way someone has apparently found that all of that all those things he was saying he stole from somebody else right, i saw that it was just lifted material that he couldn't even he copy well the worst of the worst just a fraud and we've said it from day one he yes. is a total fraud and he exposed himself and yet what a gaslighter always does is the person who backs them into the corner becomes the bad guy it, and they start flipping the script and and saying no, you're the one who is putting me down and making me feel and if I support you and if you can't support me and she's like, I'm just asking you questions. Yeah, on, I mean, almost on cue. Uh, they're doing the little walk on the beach. She's asking them questions. She was a little... She was a little aggressive. She was a little aggressive in her tone, but I mean... But she wasn't getting through to him. But she wasn't getting through to him, absolutely. Then he decides, he looked like he was about to leave her and that the producers actually literally had to step in and be like, wait a minute. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Where are you going? Nope. Not end of scene yet. <laughs> right. Get back on the sidewalk. Get back. He kind of tries to explain to her how he feels like he's being attacked. And, you know, you weren't there supporting me. And she's like, you're not hearing. And she shuts down. He kind of shuts down. Cut. Next day, we see the apartment. And he immediately walks out of it. They wake up in the morning. Avery, the first thing she says was that the night before was like the longest night of her life. So you can imagine that they were up arguing all night. And they're supposed to be leaving to go meet Taj, Ash's son, and, and the ex wife yep. and you can tell he is looking for any reason now for this not to happen absolutely that's exactly why all of a sudden on top of how disastrous the seminar was he cannot he can't let the meeting happen and i thought about you as soon as he walked back into the apartment because it was almost immediately he was like this is no longer about me mm -hmm. I, it's not me it's you it's you we have a problem with you now. Yep, and yep. That's exact. But that's the very definition of gaslighting oh someone. Gosh. And then he really went in, and it was it was a little like unnerving how intense he was right? about blaming her for basically everything that happened. You weren't supporting me. You abandoned me. You attacked you me. You attacked me. I would never do this to you. Yep. I do all this for you. I can't be with someone like this. It was. And the whole time, the look on her face is she. You can tell her inner dialogue is like i can't believe this is happening right, right now like what the i f can't believe i'm i cannot believe that that this is happening right now and uh and i feel bad for her because we don't we don't know what's going to wind up happening i've liked avery all season long i like how how direct 
she kind of is, and, and she's a no BSer, and she can smell the BS from a mile away. And I guess sometimes it does take meeting someone in person. Yeah. Because people can put on a good front online. And so I, I guess it's like, yeah, I could see how maybe before coming to Australia and being there in person, some of these things wouldn't have been as evident. And even, you know, just doing long distance. Me and my wife did a long distance relationship for about a year and a half or so when she was in California. Well, I, I am now in a long distance relationship <laughs> with someone a, who lives in Qatar. <laughs> So we're in this long distance relationship for like a year and a half while I was on the East Coast and she was in Cali and it's a lot different when you know you can get upset and I'll call you later and you yeah, hang up and then, walk away from and then you can kind of do whatever you do they do whatever they do yeah. and they kind of come back later but when you're actually kind of stuck with that person like you know for the day like being married or like he is with her being there you know you can't really go off and do your own thing you right. have to kind of address it and he is not one to address it we're finding out and, and he has just completely clueless I still don't think he even realizes what the rest of us have seen like you know he lives in Ash world where he is a calm, peaceful, loving, giving person. Very zen. I sit Very in the zen. ocean and it gives me the answers like Moana, that type of situation. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, that's another person I'd be kind of interested to know. Like, okay, so do you realize now that you need to pick a different profession because you are not qualified to do this and you can't even get through a seminar trying to pass off somebody else's information as your own like and i thought it was interesting we've seen little 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 you know cracks in the armor throughout the way when she would kind of press him on stuff or yep. when he was a little uncomfortable you kind of see him get a little tense and i wonder if she hadn't slept with him on that first night because initially she said you're gonna sleep in this room i'm gonna sleep in that room yeah and he kind of came off like oh okay that's fine but they ended up sleeping together i wonder if that had not happened that interaction had not happened if his tone would have changed even sooner than it has now because he wasn't getting his way right and he definitely has this mindset of well men are this women are that and this is the way it needs to be and it's not happening that way i wonder if we would have had this kind of blow up a lot sooner in the uh that's a good question interactions i think someone like ash who's trying to fake his way through something i think that might actually be more of a mental illness than someone like david because because at least someone like David, you know, he's addicted to the idea of a fantasy. Of hope. He's he's more addicted to like hope and Yeah, and and Ash is even more dangerous of of a person because he makes other people feel bad about mm-hmm. themselves when they are the ones that are right. Right. And that's that's that. Like I said, I I know I keep using the word gaslighting. It's a very real like modern day dating term and it has sociopathic and narcissistic oh elements gosh. to it and Absolutely. those people scare me a lot he looks like a sociopath and he is definitely very narcissistic he's he definitely talk. acting like <clears throat> all of that right now so hopefully avery just gets on her flight and goes back home and lives happily ever after <laughs> making, making weed brownies weed salads yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um lisa and usman oh i almost forgot about lisa and baby girl oh. baby girl lisa and usman so we pick up with them arguing still over <laughs> power and he is trying to assert dominance but she is a very dominant type yes. a personality and so this argument that they're having ends with her storming off flipping in the bird <laughs> i'm like where is she going by the way is she just gonna like yeah, walk just, down the um, road <laughs> so he goes chasing after her which is proof that right. she is 60 he is 40 like because at first she's like no we're 50 50 in this and he goes no 60 40 like i have to have more power than you but that scene proved that she is the one who has more power right exactly he went running after her so they wind up making up because they have these very explicit 
explosive arguments with her storming off. And then two seconds later, she's totally fine. And they're back on track. And now they are heading to Abuja, Nigeria. They're leaving Usman's hometown or his village where he grew up. And they're going they, to like where he lives now, basically, and trying to do his music stuff. It's Abuja. And you can tell that Abuja is definitely a more modern yeah. place and is, is certainly still not like the level where of Lagos. Where, or, or, yeah, or even where we live. Like, oh, there's no yeah. Target to go shop at. But, <laughs> right, no. you know, it definitely looked so, less developed. His old village is a little less developed than there the, it is. where he lives now. Yes, yes less modernized. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. So they get back. And now they're they're in like really nice cars. Did you notice that? Oh yeah. I mean, they've been driving around that Mercedes the entire time. And even when he was in the um village to go see his mom, except for when they actually transport the goat, they're in a Range Rover the entire time. Like, like an going... ar- it looked like an armored Range Rover. Right. Did you see the flashy lights yet? Yeah. Okay, I yeah. noticed. So it has a yeah. Flashy lights and everything. So and the hotel that they go to or the hotels they've been staying have been, you know, fairly nice hotels. Yeah. So they're they're going to this government office in Abuja <laughs> to file for their marriage license license essentially and the guy all of a sudden is like finds out lisa has been divorced and it's like oh well we're gonna need a copy of those divorce papers now this is where i actually as much as i hate to sympathize with lisa yeah. i do understand I she too. asked him several times what documents do i need to bring with me because the whole time she's been planning to come to nigeria and marry this guy right and so he obviously either just never asked or forgot to relay to her that she needed a copy of her divorce papers because he does want to come to the U.S. Oh, he's a guy. You got to remember, like Omar, you know, a season ago. Didn't line up the... That's kind of what we do. Wedding venue. Like, hey, it's all right. It's gonna, we we'll guys, figure it out. We just think it's all going to work out. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. Just show up. We'll <laughs> just, just get up. it done. <laughs> yeah, that that is... we Women are... I'm not to sound sexist like Ash. Right, I wasn't trying to sound sexist to you. I'm just saying that, you know, generally... But I am a very kind of meticulous, detail-oriented person. Like, I would have it all buttoned up. But then again, like, could she not research on her own what she would need? Documentation with Google nowadays, I think you can pretty much look up, like, okay, let me go to the Nigerian, you know, marriage registry and see what the requirements are. Oh, okay, I need to have a copy. If I've been divorced, I need a copy of that. Okay, cool. Yeah. And it doesn't even seem like it's that far off. Like, I don't know, because obviously I'm happily married, but I don't even know what you would need. Like, let's say I did get divorced and I want to remarry. Like, would I need to show proof that the divorce happened? And all? I, I would assume that's possible. Marriage certificate, I mean, uh, birth certificates and stuff are always required for a lot of stuff, and I'm clearly here. So, right. If you got remarried in the United States, would you have to show proof that you are legally divorced from right, that's someone what I'm saying. else, that's, yeah, yeah I don't, it's a pretty standard thing, I, I think. I feel like they might ask that, so that might be something you want to investigate. Find but. out. <laughs> so but that they part. Have three days, though, that's a problem. Yeah, now she's got to figure out how to get a copy <laughs> of her divorce papers. <laughs> and oh, oh, no, I just said Omar. Uh, what's the name? Usman. And Usman is just like, oh, well, maybe we can just ask them very nicely to mail it to us. Which. Takes more than three days, but in the year 2019 or 2020 or wherever this was filmed, I feel like there's got to be a way For them to you could either f- express overnight, which would be crazy expensive. It would be, but I'm sure they could fax it. But if you have to have a certified copy, would they accept a faxed copy or like an emailed copy? Now that's a good question. I don't know. But long story short, he is now concerned because this could jeopardize him getting to the United States. <laughs> he, he does mention very 
<laughs> explicitly like, oh, no, this is going to hurt my yeah, chance of getting he's to He's not necessarily worried that he's not getting married before <laughs> his bride-to-be has to go home. He is worried that this could jeopardize him getting to the United States. So we'll we'll see. We'll see if she's able to get a copy of her divorce documents. We'll see if they go through with the wedding. I, I think they do. I think they are married. Oh, really? I think so. Oh, this is going to be interesting. This is one of the few. It's weird how some stuff leaks out and you can find it pretty easily way before, you know, we finish the end of the season. And right. other stuff is kind of like, oh, is that, are they or But are they remember not? when Lisa was attacking someone on Instagram yes. and that person was exposing DMs between yep. her and Usman? Lisa specifically said something like, you're messing with another woman's husband. Mm. And, and we see in the preview, by the way, that Usman thinks that polygamy is the way that he is going to solve this problem of Lisa being too old to give him children. Oh, uh, so that's also going to be an interesting topic of conversation that hopefully we'll get next week. All right. Ed and Rosemary. Yeah, I guess we got to do it. All right. Well, we haven't done Steph and Erica yet. Oh, either one's a good one. So. Yeah. So I figured we'd end with Steph and, yeah, Erica. With Steph and Erica. They were definitely my favorite last night. So I tend to save my favorite storylines yeah, for fine. last. That's absolutely fine. Ed and Rosemary, they're at the resort. He doesn't want to go swimming at the beach. He doesn't like getting all sandy. So he asks if they can go swimming in the pool. And we got this very strange montage scene of them splashing around in a swimming pool and her hair getting stuck to her face every time she comes out of the water. It's a very odd situation between those two right now. Man, and the underwater shots. Didn't need to see. Yeah. I, it was just odd. The whole thing was odd. Yeah. Um, <laughs> at some point, I wanted to reach through my television and hand her a pony tail holder and just tell her to put her hair up because that would solve like every time she came out of the water she was trying to get the hair out of her face and just put it up put it in a ponytail so the night before at dinner ed tells rosemary that her sister has asked him for money asks rose if if she if she had any new knew about it at all but he still has not told her that he wants plans on getting a vasectomy, knowing that she wants two children and has said all along. Right. Has not been a secret. She hasn't been lying about anything. She's told him all along that it is her destiny to be a mother <laughs> and have more children. And so after they get out of this swimming pool, he decides to tell her that he has a planned vasectomy, which means there will be no more children. And she is both angered and crushed at the same time. And you can see the wheels turning in her head about, wait a minute, yep. this dude. And she is a smart cookie, this Rosemary. Oh, yeah. And uh, so next thing you know, it's, wakes the, up. it's the next morning and she's gone. <laughs> like early in the morning, she's like, I'm peacing out. I need some space. She, I think she says she went for a walk, yep. wasn't answering her phone. He was trying to get a hold of her. And this, a guy like Ed, who all along has been a likable character, it's so hard to watch a man in his 50s struggle with that much insecurity on a TV show. Because as soon as he realizes she's gone, he's in like panic mode. Yeah, it's weird. Sometimes he shows like real moments of like kind of strength and kind of, you know, oh yeah, I'm, I'm the guy here. I'm in charge. And then there's moments where he's very kind of like, oh, does she like me? Where is she? Oh, I miss her. I just want to be in her life. And it's, it's a lot of, you know, back and forth with him on where he kind of stands emotionally. Yeah. And, and a lot of people have pointed out like, you take this girl who has remained so calm yes. and accommodating and patient with him. And when you actually start to consider everything 
everything he's put her through on this trip. Absolutely. Like, it's no wonder that when she finally shows up at breakfast, she has got some things to say. She's got a list. And I hope Darcy was taking notes last night because that (laughs) That is is how you do it, ladies and gentlemen. That is how you put your foot down and take a stand. And Rose says last night she's done. She says, why didn't you tell me about this before when we started chatting? Like, before you came out here? Before you even came here. You knew knew. I you I've knew? been telling you the entire time. Why haven't you told me? Why? And Ed gets very like, oh, uh, well, um. I was, uh, I was, um, he, uh, and this is where it's like, he is so selfish yeah. to put her through all of this. And she says as much. Yeah. She says, you came here and you tell me that my breath stinks, even though you don't have a sickness. Yep. You want me to take an STD test. Yep. Shave my legs. Shave my legs. All the stuff. You make me feel very small. You embarrass me the entire time. Yep. And now my dream, what she said, this has always been my dream to have more kids. I'm like, no, you're not going to do it. Like, come on, man. What's... What's going on? Why yeah. are you doing this? So that was tough. It was, it's you know it's sad. It makes me sad for her, obviously, because we've said all along. It's it, yes, she wants a better life for herself. She wants a better life for her son, and to see that possibility or to be willing to walk away from that opportunity to stay true to who you are and what you want i mean that was pretty amazing that, it's like a pretty amazing that she was willing she's willing to be like no i'm not going to be someone graded someone said on twitter isn't there some sort of like deportation where we can trade two of ours for like usman <laughs> and rosemary like like we'll deport ed we'll deport lisa and we'll take we'll rose and we'll take usman they deserve to come and i thought that was pretty clever so we'll see what happens with ed Rosemary, it sounds like she's she's not doing it anymore, and I hope that that Ed has learned a very valuable lesson from all of this. Yeah, well, if you've seen their social media, you know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Uh, Last but not least, Steph and Erica. It is coming out night. Oh my gosh! Now the show did a good job last night of helping people who haven't gone through it or haven't had to ever come out to their family or come clean about something that's that's been a secret that you've been hiding for a long Mm -hmm. time. What that build up and anxiety and uncertainty and you know you've got Erica saying like like my parents are cool but you just never know you don't know if saying one thing is going to completely change the dynamic change the love change the relationship that you have with your family and i thought it was uh i mean and we'll find out you know kind of how it goes when we see the episode but i thought initially it was a little tough to ask your parents to kind of accept whatever you want them to accept with the person there and a camera crew and the camera crew sitting right there right like geez that is that's a tough situation to put your family in i do feel like conversations like that nine times out of ten are probably way better off being done right privately so you're not springing something on people while there's like a camera in their face because that also can trigger people a little bit yeah people feel like oh i'm being you know put in an awkward situation yeah you didn't give me a chance to like just process real right quick. right so they're on their way to erica's house and i think it, I, look they have definitely been through their fair share of ups and downs but i think it was very sweet the way they were able to kind of support each other and you know Stephanie because she hasn't come out to her family yet right very much understands the way Erica's feeling and I liked that that they were doing it together because they 
kind of had each other for support in the event it had gone horribly wrong. Right. It's always nice to have someone there to comfort and console you and knows exactly what you're feeling and what you've just gone through. So they get to Erica's parents' house and Erica's parents are the true MVPs of this season (laughs) of 90 Day Fiance Before the 90 Days. Her dad is hilarious. Hilarious. And I loved when he made that joke and the mom was like, rule number one, we don't laugh at his jokes. We don't laugh at dad jokes. No dad jokes. Yeah, the parents, so wonderful. They sit down to have dinner, Chinese food on the menu. (laughs) Um, And Erica tells her parents that Stephanie is there as her partner and they are together in, in what had to have been in a very nerve-wracking moment. Oh my gosh. And the parents, they're, oh God, their reaction. There's a mo- quick moment of silence. The dad looks over and he says, Would you like some more fried rice? Let, yeah. What? So what? Okay. It's all good. Great. And, and then the mom, the mom just. So look at the way my daughter I actually cried. I actually, Did I you? hate to admit this, that like it made me emotional because I have a lot of friends who have dealt with having to come out to parents and the stories have been varied. Some of my friends' parents have been very supportive and some have not. And everyone deserves what Erica's parents, the way they reacted Absolutely. last night. I've and I friend, think that's what made me I've emotional. i friends and family who have had, had to come out. And I think also what helps is that it's the whole later generation. Like, so my friends and family who came out came out in you know the 90s or early 2000s when yeah it was still kind of like oh well maybe you just need to find the right person and all that kind of stuff i think nowadays people you know are a lot more accepting a lot more willing to accept that hey that's just the way it is and it doesn't change who they are fundamentally as a person love is love Love as long as you're happy as long as you found someone who treats you with like respect and the mom said it she said you know uh moms always know and i mean you know dad was like i didn't know (laughs) she's like well look at the way my daughter you know she has pink and blue hair and you know the kind of way she is you always kind of thought there might be something but you know who cares who cares and then she hugs erica and then she hugs them both and it was you know that's the thing about this show as ridiculous as it can be at times there are moments right. like this where you're like all right tlc <laughs> like the, that's why you've got me so hooked and the other great thing about that interaction with her parents is that uh, you really get to see where erica kind of gets it from yeah like a lot of times you'll see people and they might have Erica's personality and then you meet the family and it's kind of like night and day different. Yeah, she's that way because she wanted to be totally opposite from her right, parents. Or right. But you can see that Erica is so much fun and kind of, you know, like, hey, let's go with the flow and all that because her parents are so loving and go with the flow and happy and joyful. And so yeah. that was something I really like. Yeah. Seeing. Yeah. So the, the episode ended really well or that their storyline where we left off last night was was cool to watch. And and I hope we get to see more of Erica's parents. This can't be the end. It'll give us a little bit more. If you're going to make us keep watching Tom and Darcy, <laughs> at least give us a little bit more of well, Erica's said, parents. TLC needs to start a show where they just, you know, focus on Erica's parents, on Uncle Bojangles, on, you know, Igor. Like, they just need to do... Yeah. Uh, give us some more Jeremy. That's my request. Just give me some more Jeremy. <laughs> All right. Another episode of TLC's 90 Day Fiance Before the 90 Days. We'll be airing Sunday night. We'll be back Monday with a new episode. Thank you for listening. Make sure you find Reality Bites on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you listen to podcasts. Rate and subscribe. <laughs>